Ladies and gentlemen of the world, I am your host, Brian Kern. This is the Common Chaos Podcast. Before we get into this episode, I have to remind you that March 16th, 17th, and 18th is the SoCal Psych Out. We are about two weeks away from that, and I will be at that festival. I will be doing some on-site interviews. It is in Pioneer Town, California. Once again, that is the SoCal Psych Out. Um, it's being put together by Big Animal Records and Skyship Records. Skyship Records is uh, my buddy Daniel Gaylor and John Gaylor's label. Um, they put together the festival last year as well. We were we were honored to, to help uh, sponsor that and promote that out there. And this year we get to attend the festival. We're going to be there all three days camping out in Pioneer Town with all the artists. Um, they're going to have some interactive uh, interactive yoga classes, some light shows. It's a very chill, relaxed, kickback weekend up in the uh, high desert of Southern California. Very beautiful landscape, camping weekend. You get to hang out, be one with nature, enjoy some fantastic vibes, some fantastic music, um, and enjoy the nice Southern California weather. Middle of spring break. It's going to be awesome. Um, again, the SoCal Psych Out. Check it out. Tickets are only 40 bucks for all weekend. Get them at uh, eventbrite.com, SoCal Psych Out. Uh, if you guys can, I'd appreciate it if you uh, visit two, check out two videos on YouTube. The first one is uh, Yearning to Breathe by my friend Camila Te- uh, Tellez. Uh, she did these, this short documentary for a film project at school, and it got some airplay out here in the Austin area during the Longhorn Games, uh, some Fox airplay, so that was pretty cool. It's a short five-minute documentary, so do something with your life. Go watch it. Uh, she will be on the show when I return from California, so in two weeks. Uh, we're going to have her on. We're going to talk about a whole slew of issues. She's from Columbia and is pursuing her acting career here in the United States and has a very smart girl, very smart girl, wealth of knowledge. Uh, so we're going to get into some good discussions. She's been a person that I've been talking to a lot lately about just everything that's going on. And uh, she has a lot of opinions and interesting perspectives on things. And so I'm going to get her in here. We're going to talk. That's going to be fun. Ah, shout out to Sorrento's Coffee. Um... And then we're also going to have Knives Monroe. If any, if everybody can go to uh, Facebook and check out Knives Monroe's, uh, Knives Monroe's docu, I guess it's a short series documentary. I don't know. Uh, he has one episode up. He should be putting the second episode up here shortly. It is called Pipe Dreams, uh, and it basically just follows his life. Uh, he does some production for a podcast featuring Dakota Myers, which is a like the youngest uh, Medal of Honor recipient, I believe or he's the one of the youngest metal recipients and uh, he travels the country does a podcast uh he's done podcasts with Jocko he's had a bunch of different people on and um Knives is basically his like personal videographer so he travels around with him and 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 is on the front line with with that podcast and he's basically now documenting his life as he goes around on these cool little trips and he's putting them on this little uh, web series that he's doing on Facebook. So that's, it's awesome. The first episode's out. Uh, he's going to be doing episodes every week and he's awesome. Knives is, is great. He's actually going to be my guest this coming week. So this coming week, I will have him and Trent in the studio with me. We're going to be talking, uh, his filmmaking, his history, very interesting guy, very powerful guy. Uh, always, always very motivational to his peers and is always willing to help people get to that next step, provide advice, give his insight, do what he can. Very intellectual gentleman. Uh, but he's also a very hard worker, very very in tune with what he wants in life and uh, expresses it very well. So I'm excited to have him on here. Uh, we're going to be talking and I'm moving cables, guys. I'm sorry. We're going to be talking and uh, yeah, just bringing up things about life. And he's going to he's going to get deep and it's going to be awesome. Getting deep with Brian Kern. Maybe that should be the name of the podcast. I don't know. 
All right, guys. Um, what you are about to hear right now is, without a doubt, the worst podcast I've ever done. Um, I recorded it about a week ago, and it was on the, a good majority of it was on the gun issue. I had brought it up on Facebook. There was a big discussion about it. That kind of took off. So, told people that I would uh, respond and, and give my opinion and share my thoughts on this episode. And I came into the studio well prepared, came in ready to go, and just blew my load real quick. I'm not too sure what happened. I, I've tried explaining it. I've tried doing this intro itself a couple different times uh, so I can sum up how this episode went and why it went that way. And I really don't know other than I just fucked up. I, I had a long day and was what I thought was very well prepared coming in and I came in and went hard for like 20 minutes and then the rest of the episode is just me fumbling around and I don't really know where I went wrong but I do know what that feels like and I titled the episode failing in the moment because you guys as you listen are gonna hear me just start shitting the bed very hard and it's gonna be hard to listen to and if you guys get through the whole thing I appreciate it you're champions uh you deserve some sort of medal yourselves and I hope I don't lose any fans because of this, but I just mumble and I, I, I'm struggling to get through the episode and have like coherent thoughts. I don't know what exactly went wrong, but it was one of these times where I'm, I have to learn from it. I need to learn from it. And I was reluctant to put this out originally because I just kind of wanted to forget about it. But I reached out to a few people and then I was like, you know what, I'll show some people and I'll let them listen to it. They can drill me, give me some feedback, talk about how much it sucked berate me about it um but then i decided to actually put it out there and let everybody hear it and let everybody know that hey you're gonna have these times this is a part of growth it's part of progress it's part of getting better you're gonna have these days where you feel like you're um you're falling backwards or you're losing a couple steps and those are just your test days and this was one of them that i was able to catch in the moment and i think it's a very uh a very powerful thing and if you're able to kind of self-reflect and and acknowledge those little mistakes those little um those those days where you fall short or those incidents where you maybe don't perform at your best, if you can self-reflect and just learn from them, that's how you grow. And that's what I hope this episode does. And it's a rough one. It's a rough one, guys. But I'm putting it out there. I appreciate everybody listening. Uh, this is my 20-something F episode. Uh, I'm up there. I'm in the 20s now. I'm feeling comfortable as I do this more and more. And yeah. That's why I'm putting this out here. It needs to be heard. Uh, so I appreciate any feedback you guys get. Give me. Um, Hope you guys enjoy this episode. It's going to be tough. I'm sorry. Uh, but yeah, it is what it is. Commonchaos.net for all your needs. Uh, we have new merch coming out for the festival. It should be up there uh, around the time of the festival. So check it out. A couple new shirts. And uh, we have a couple new blogs going up. Going to have some video stuff on there. So yeah, commonchaos.net. Give us a like, share, follow, tell your friends, spread the movement. This is Failing in the Moment. Dang. All right, ladies and gentlemen, a couple of things just happened. One, I sat down to bust open this podcast, get this going, and I popped open a beer. It is Oasis Texan Brewing Company out here in Oasis, Texas. How original. Uh, it is a, it's called Proto Modern, and it's an IPA, 7.1. I fucking cracked that bitch open, and it immediately smelled of just like flowers. It smelled of something very specific though. I don't know what it is. So good though. 
man. Whew. Powerful Oasis Texas Brewing Company. Way to go. Anyways. All right, we are off. And I also, I opened up my computer, and it's immediately a headline about this gun control thing. So we're going right into it. Let me get my notes. It is the Common Chaos Podcast, everybody. And we are at it. We are about to get into some topics that, um, yeah, hope we don't trigger anybody. No pun intended. But hey, guys, um, shout out to everybody that contributed to the conversation that we have going on our Facebook. Uh, Facebook page is blowing up because of the... Uh, question I posed about gun control, and um, it's obviously last week, last Wednesday, uh, the tragic shooting in Florida. That was a big deal, um, obviously, and it's it's man, it, it's becoming a normal thing now, and that sucks, and it shouldn't be that way. And of course, the topic at hand after the fact is gun control. So I posed a question on Facebook about what. Um, what what people think about it and what they think the answer is. And fuck, man, if there's any topic and any type of conversation that, that causes people to get at each other's throats and, and argue and just jump at each other, it's, it's gun control. And I have to thank everybody that participated in the conversation we had going on the Facebook. Um, you guys all acted very, very, very professional and very, I think, courteous. You guys had... There was probably, I would say, at any given time, six or seven people having a conversation about a, spe- a specific topic, and everybody, for the most part, handled themselves very well. There were a couple oddball comments here and there, um, you know, but that, but that's expected. And again, those are just little ones that, oh, okay, cool, we get where you're coming from. That's maybe not the issue, or that's maybe not the focus that everybody else is talking about. But other than that, everybody was was voicing their opinions. Um, you know, providing the, the, the articles when necessary, the facts, and, and trying to have their arguments um, ready to be displayed and ready to be uh, uh, confronted. And everybody handled themselves very well, I think. Uh, the discussions were really powerful. Obviously, I had several people reach out to me um, via direct message or text or whatever it is, email, and say, hey, this guy's fucking stupid. I mean, there's a lot of, definitely a lot of emotions that that conversation brought about. And a lot of, uh, a lot of people reached out to me one-on-one for maybe some opinions or, or, or advice or um, why the direction was going the way it was or the conversation was going in the direction it was, rather. And um, I, I had to, I answered when necessary and I kind of left it at, at is when necessary. And I instigated, I went in put my two cents in when necessary, wasn't going to give anybody the details on my opinions until obviously the, the, the episode today, but I wanted to see kind of where people were at. I commented on um, on a few that uh, I thought were interesting, and really it's, it, it, by looking at that and looking at the narrative of <clears throat> the country pretty much, the, the discussion, I guess not the narrative, but the discussion that's being had around the country is it, this is not an easy topic. This is not something that just anybody can jump into, not a conversation that just anybody can talk about without having some sort of value in the issue. And it's crazy because with this type of conversation, you it's very black and white, very this side or that side. There's very little middle ground or wiggle room when it comes to what people think should be done about gun control regulation. Um, and yeah, and I had the opportunity. What I loved about this particular topic, and it's it's ironic in a way because I shouldn't love the topic. We should just figure out an issue and 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 or we should recognize the issue and figure out a solution. 
but what sucks about it is there's so many different ways you can go with this and people that are on one side and I'm not going to say left or right because I don't want to I don't want to put people in those categories um, so we'll say uh, pro-gun we'll, we'll, just for the sake of argument I for this particular discussion I'm going to use the term gun nuts and um, regular people when I say gun nuts, don't be offended. I just mean people that own guns are knowledgeable about the gun laws, uh, procedures. Either they have a gun, they own, they've purchased, they've, you know, they've got some, because there are people that have never held a gun, never touched a gun, and they've got an opinion on the matter, which, yeah, their opinion should, should hold some weight. But again, are they really able to be in the discussion and talk about, you know, and I, I, I didn't have any pros in that discussion. I didn't have anybody in the discussion that we that was on the Facebook or, or you know wherever you were you were participating, um, I don't think there was any gun professionals, but there's definitely people in there that own guns that were talking about it, and definitely people voicing their opinions, and then there's definitely people that don't have guns and and and, and are voicing their opinions. So it's this this weird, but it is it's a it's a this or that. It is very black and white, I believe. Um, but what isn't black and white is how we're going to solve this problem. And um, I I was actually able to sit down with a friend of mine. Her name is Camila. She's the one that did the video uh, for that I shouted out here a couple weeks ago that's called um, Earning to Breathe and Yearning, Yearning to Breathe, sorry, Yearning to Breathe. Uh, and it's a little short uh, mini doc about um, immigration and those issues. And <clears throat> she did that for her school project and it got a lot of attention and was was played out here during the football games and stuff So I shot I, I gave that some recognition and, and tried to point people in that direction She's brilliant man. Camila is very very smart. She's going to school right now. She's she's in I believe a film program uh, But she's she's from Fuck I'm gonna fuck this up. I always fuck it up. She's from Columbia didn't fuck it up. We're good She's from Columbia and uh, has just a different perspective on American culture in general. And me and her sat down, and she really drilled home that it's a cultural thing. And I get that. But then she gave me her perspective. And it kind of it kind of allowed me to look at things a little bit differently. Um, and the way that she presented it is I asked her, well, what are your guys' gun laws in, in Colombia? And she was like, I, I don't know. Uh, but it's not a problem. That's just it. It's not culturally a thing. Uh, you know, there's, there's, and then she was giving me some statistics about, um, you know, mass shootings and uh, attacks with, with firearms and how often they happen. And they don't. They don't happen over there. When one of them does happen, they make like a movie out of it. That's how impactful it is. Uh, and she equated that to it not being a culture that's built around guns. And it got me thinking like, okay, that's, where we probably anybody in the United States for the most part doesn't know a culture without firearms and I'm not saying that we're some fucking crazy you know uh trying to have all the weapons I mean we are ah man fuck this topic is so 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 in depth I could literally talk about this for like four hours but anyways my conversation with Camila she's like hey it's a it's a culture uh, and we just don't have that in where I'm from. And uh, I don't I don't know if, if this was an issue where I'm from, they would try to solve it. And I don't know really where they would go. But it's not a culture built around the right to own a gun. So people trying to uh, cut back the number of guns or strengthen regulations on how to access a gun, that wouldn't be an issue because people would recognize, oh, shit, we're having a sh- uh, we're having a an issue with mass shootings. We're having a firearms issue. So we need to probably focus on that and and go from there and i don't think we can do that because of our culture 
And I mean, if you look at it, we have the we, we have these set of rules that we're supposed to follow. And the second rule that we're supposed to fucking follow is the right to bear arms. Like that's literally the second thing, second most important thing we thought when making these rules was the right to bear arms. And I get it. It was around a time where, you know, we were afraid of the government coming in and taking over. You know, we were we were fighting for our independence. We were we were trying to set boundaries and rules that we would defend ourselves and our freedom and our country at all costs because that's what America in its early days was set out to do. It was set out to it's like a business. We were setting out to start a business and start a thing and we weren't gonna let anybody take it away from us. So we made this rule. We, in a way, kind of self-sabotaged ourselves by putting that rule there because now it's an issue. Now it's an issue that nobody seems to come to an agreement on because there's the half of the country that's dead set on following this rule and will not budge for whatever reason, which is a really weird dynamic. And I'm sure I'm going to get some hate about this, but, you know, there's, there's the statistics I have are fucking outrageous. And... I'm not going to be able to talk about this in an hour. Uh, the, the, the statistics... Okay, so as of September 2017, this is just one statistic that I'm going to throw out right now. There are 64,417 gun shops, firearm shops. So a shop that is able to sell a gun. So license, regulate, sell a gun. Okay, they follow those rules. There's 64,000 of them in the United States. Okay, there's only like 14,000 McDonald's. That puts anything into perspective. So over... Over a thousand a state, if you really want to look at it that way, okay? With hobbyists, gun collectors, uh, companies that collect guns, pawn shops, they call them, uh, they call that a specific term. Uh, I didn't write that term down, but they do call that a specific term. And that, if you include all of them with the actual gun shops that can sell guns, license and sell guns, you're looking at over a hundred thousand. So that's a business. That is a business. That's a business that's booming that has, it's a $13 billion business to be exact because that's how much money the gun industry alone made in 2017. So we legitimately have an entire industry that's built off the manufacturing and selling of these guns, okay? (sighs) Plus, there's already a very large amount of guns in the world. (laughs) So, and they don't go anywhere. Unless you're really ta- unless you're you're turning your guns into some place that's melting them down for some other bullshit, you, they're not going anywhere. They're just being resold. Programs where you go and you turn your guns in for certificates or for money or for this or for that, they're just being resold. There's an entire industry of reselling, buying, and reselling guns. This is an industry. This is a business, and people are invested in businesses. That's why we're getting this type of kickback when it comes to regulation, because people don't want their businesses affected. Again, people are allowed to have gun businesses because of the culture we've built around weapons. We've built around firearms. America, and this is, I'm not talking shit on America. I live here, greatest country on the planet. I'm just giving you guys the perspective of what it's like to be a human in the year 2018 in America. We have a $13 billion industry focused on an item that can be used to kill people. That's an industry. That is a business. Yes, it can be used for defense. I'm not arguing that. I think that we should be allowed to carry guns. It should be made more difficult to get guns. Yes, you probably shouldn't be having Walmarts sell guns. You probably shouldn't have anybody just being able to open up a fucking gun shop and sell guns. Again, the culture's been built around that, so I understand. 
But at what point does it come time to change the culture? At what point do you need to recognize that there is an issue and that changing one thing could prevent that issue from continuing at the rate that it's going? Or that it could prevent even a percentage less of happening? Like even if we were to add stronger regulations to gun and it was to stop mass shootings by 10%, that's progress. We're in a day and age where it happens so frequently and so often, we're not surprised by it anymore. We're not. I, we were literally in the middle of recording our Valentine's Day podcast last week, me and Rebecca, and we found out about it. And I kind of like thought about it for a second. Yeah, it sucked. You know, fuck, man, how are they going to fix it? I, I went into as if I was there, like what, how people are going to fucking get on with their lives. How are they going to survive? You know, what are the resources people have? How do you get over something like this? Loved ones, like you, you, you're, you're put through the ringer of emotions when you hear something like that, but it happens so frequently now, it takes us five minutes to get over it when it used to take us days, right? When there was a shooting or a tragedy or some big shit happened. Remember when the Virginia Tech shooting happened? That was a big deal. For days, people, you know, and now it's, oh shit, this tragedy happened. Gotta focus on the gun laws. Like, that's weird. That's a very weird, and you've already, you already see the propaganda going in the way, or the, I'm not, I don't like using the word propaganda, because people, oh, fucking talk conspiracies, and like, but that's what it is. It's, it's advertising, and, and, and it's how you position your content to persuade people to think a certain way, or to work a certain way, or to get a reaction you want. People are putting out their messages already, for both sides, and it's just, it's causing debate. The minute something like this happens, instead of it being this like, hey, guys, we need to figure this something out. It just turns into a big debate. What I what I will say about this particular incident, the Florida incident, is that it's it's almost like we've, we're, this is a horrible, it's almost like we have our gun on the trigger or our finger on the trigger. I know it's a horrible analogy, but we're almost like, yo, something has to be done right now or we're going to, we're going to fucking freak out. That's the urgency is, is on the matter right now. Currently, that's how I feel. I feel that it's been a topic of discussion, obviously for the, I mean, we're having, we had a town hall meeting last night in Florida, not we, but the United, there was a town hall meeting in Florida where, um, I believe it was the sheriff of the town and obviously people that are involved in the government were there speaking on it. Representatives are speaking on, on, on gun control. They had an NRA representative there. Uh, the sheriff for the town was was on fire. He got a standing ovation after what he said. He said that uh, he believes bump stocks should be banned for life. He believes that you shouldn't be able to buy um, semi-automatic rifles. Um, he believes that the age should be bumped back from 18. He brought up a very good point about an 18 year old not being able to own a gun. Hey, that makes sense. You know, you're right out of high school. You have a bunch of angst. You maybe got dumped. Yeah. You probably shouldn't be able to fucking buy a gun. You know, you don't even know what you want to do with your life. You could probably be in a bad spot in your life because you're 18 and maybe you fucking failed a class and weren't able to graduate. And who knows, man, 18 years old, no experience. You shouldn't be owning a gun. And then they were talking about military and a bunch of people freaked out. I mean, okay, that's a whole other topic of conversation to go down, but so what, you just completely ignore gun laws because the military's there? No, there could be an exemption for people that decide to join the military, you know, but you should also probably, again, you can you can talk about redoing things or restructuring things on a ton of different levels, but just because you hit, it seems like the main debate is gun control, Right. But then another side debate will open up and then everybody forgets about the fact that just we have an issue with guns. There's a gun issue. There is a gun issue. We, we shouldn't even call it a gun control issue. It's just a gun issue. 
okay? We should be able to we should be able to have guns. That should be a right of ours. Cool. It's in our culture, it's ingrained. Fine. You want it to be a part of our culture? Cool. Make it to where there's not a negative effect to it. Or the least amount of negative comes from it. I mean, you know, you're going to get, again, people say a criminal is going to commit the crime regardless. That is true. If somebody really wants to go out and kill people and can't get access to a gun, yeah, maybe they will use a knife. Maybe they'll use a fucking car. People do it, right? But when you see these incidents, they're less frequent and they're, they're stopped before the mass casualties hit. You know, you have an incident where, um, you know, and someone is probably going to point to that. Oh, well, that there was 33 that got killed from that stabbing. And I don't even know if that was true. I didn't read into it. But how often do you hear mass stabbings? And if someone's opening up in a fucking coffee shop stabbing people, you're less, you're more likely to stop that person by attacking them and getting a group on them and having a bunch of people come to the aid of whoever's being attacked and save the day, then you are a gunman. A gunman can point from feet and yards away and still kill you. There's, there's, uh, again, again, you can't stack up the gun arguments and knife arguments, I think. You can't stack up the gun argument to other arguments. This is, these are pieces of equipment. They're like TVs. They're like cell phones. These are pieces of equipment that you can purchase. Yeah, there's already places, there's already steps in place to prevent people from getting it just right away. You know, there's, there's the background checks, there's the licensing process, but every state's different, you know? Every, there, we can make blanket rules. I, I just, I, get, I don't know, I don't have the answers to this, but I wanna highlight the fact that there's so many issues that we need to just focus on solving one or two, and I think the rest are gonna fall into place, but I don't know where that is. I don't know where that is. And maybe I fucked up. Maybe I fucked up by asking the question what people think about gun control, because now I'm getting a bunch of perspectives that I originally weren't, wasn't thinking about. Um, and I'm definitely getting like more of this confirmation in, in my beliefs. Like again, I, I'm, I'm for guns, I am. I think that it's very important, self-defense. I think that they're, you know, you should be able to own a gun. Cool. You shouldn't be able to own fucking 12 and they all be fucking AK-47s. I don't know. I just, that's extreme. That is, it's, that is, there is an extreme, you know, and there is, there is certain, I mean, we're allowed to be, we're allowed to have regulations on the type of, of ingredients we use in food and the type of ingredient, you know, just the type of things we're allowed to have access to. Like they're willing to regulate our information, like put that into perspective. They're willing to regulate information and and limit that regulate access to information but god forbid we fucking strengthen our regulations on a device that kills people constantly it's crazy to me it's crazy and again i'm not trying to ban guns even if we did ban guns that's another conversation me and my friend andrew had uh me and my buddy andrew had a discussion and again he's in the line of thinking that it's self-sabotage my friend ricky rodriguez put uh a post in the in the chat in the discussion we were having and he thinks that we're all fucked i forget what he says but he's like humanity is just this dope fucking shit show and we're all just fucked in the end nobody's there's no purpose to it and he's very nihilistic in a way but he might be right man he we could be looking at the end of a, of a civilization man we we're not think we're fucked we are fucked we're so fucked is it going to get any better that's what me and andrew are talking about and that's how they connect I, I brought up to andrew that ricky thought we were all fucked because he knows who ricky is and they associate and are our buddies and 
I go, hey, did you see what he said? He thinks we're all fucked. That could be. And me and Andrew then got into a discussion about how we could have essentially self-sabotaged ourselves by having a culture based around firearms, right? Could have self-sabotaged ourselves because now any type of discussion becomes angry. People, people fight over this. People have lost friendships over this. I know. I know. I know. I've been witness to it. People lose friends. Relationships get fucked up over this conversation and over this topic because people, they're either so stubborn in their ways and they refuse to be open-minded and see other perspectives. And this doesn't go for just gun nuts. This goes for people that don't own guns. This goes for people that think we need to abolish all guns. Well, it's not that easy. We're not going to be able to just restrict the sale of guns and then everything be all right because there's an extreme amount of guns already out in the world as it is, you know? And it's not people bring up, oh, it's so easy to get a gun. It, 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 it kind of, but you can't be a fucking criminal and get a gun, you know, legally. You can't be, uh, you, you can't be someone that, that has a, a psychological record on file and, um, and be, hold on one second. This is going to be kind of weird. Hello. Hey, I'm in the middle of my podcast. That's why I didn't answer. So I'm recording right now. I know I tried calling you earlier. You didn't answer. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'll call you when I'm done. Love you too. Bye. That was my mom, ladies and gentlemen. Anyways. um, I forgot where I was at. Uh, But anyways, it's, it's just... I don't know. This is a tough topic to talk about. Um... Yeah, and I and I came in expecting to have a, a formulated opinion on it and where where I stand. But I don't, I don't really know. I don't ha- I don't have an answer. Uh, but I do believe that we can we can definitely start solving little issues for sure. And it just it has to be approached differently. The way that we approach it now isn't working. People argue, people fight. It's either take all the guns or don't know. It doesn't need to be that way. You know, and what's surprising is is you see you hear Trump coming out and saying that he supports banning bump stocks. Uh, he, I guess he supports teachers having guns, which is kind of a weird dynamic to go around. Someone in the discussion that we were having on on our social media brought up uh, having veterans having there be like an actual um, system in place to have armed guards at our schools. You know, and and and, and at high schools and and a program, a national program put in place to where they equip veterans or, or, or ex, you know, military or first responders, put them on the scene of schools and, and have them basically protect the schools. That's a, that's a possibility. I mean, these are the things, those are the type of the discussions and the type of ideas that are going to open up doors to finding the solution. And it's, that's why I say that America's got their finger on the trigger because I do feel that it's come to the point to where, yo, we need to figure this out now or we are fucked. People are understanding that we're, we're, we're going in this weird direction. And when I say we're, I'm, I'm saying the human race, we, we're in this together. This is a collective. We're all on this fucking rock, right? We're all floating around in space. Cool. We are fucking this up. We're killing the planet, killing ourselves, killing each other killing our dreams, killing our ideas, killing discussion, killing thought, killing ideas by whatever vicious cycle we're caught in right now. And it's, it's, you can pick anything. 
and it's it's contributing in some way to this vicious cycle whether it be distractions media you know culture uh society norms whatever it is you just uh, it's bad it's bad and i feel like enough people are 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 getting involved with the issues they don't like and that's good because it's creating a lot of dialogue around real issues like gun control real issues like you know uh women's rights civil rights we're 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 hitting the issues on the head right now because a lot of people are unhappy and i just i hope what comes from it is is progress and it seems that the the conversation about it is serious people are are looking to find a resolution for all this um but combating the res combating the idea of finding a resolution is where everybody needs to agree on everybody needs to agree on that there has to be a solution to all of this um there has to be a way that we can solve this problem and everybody has to focus on that. Don't necessarily need to focus on what they think other people may or may not try to do. You just got to focus on the solution to the issue. And again, this, this side versus us, this, them, this team versus that team, fuck, it's causing problems. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this. I just got out of a killer business meeting too, so I feel like I'm rambling my thoughts. I just got out of a meeting with Trent, um, this gentleman by the name of Knives Monroe, who's actually going to be on my podcast, uh, not next week, but the week after. He's a filmmaker out here in Austin, Texas. He's making moves. Um, and then this gentleman by the name of Tanner Walters, who's thrown an event that we are helping uh, promote and, and put together with him. That's a big deal. Uh, and then our buddy Chris Bowie, who's a photographer. I mean, we just had this big old business meeting and and that's crazy man the 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 stuff that's coming up and the stuff that that i i hopefully hopefully get to take get to have the opportunity of working with and 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 taking advantage of and 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 being on this team and being a part of this group got big things coming on man and that sucks because i look at all the promise and all the all the opportunities out there and uh then i just see people getting distracted by bullshit and stupid things and it's frustrating it is and this this gun topic you know i I want it to be a discussion people have because it's important. It's important to understand where people are coming from and it's important to understand where people's values and and beliefs are and morals are because I do think there are people out there that do enjoy suffering and they do enjoy watching the world burn. And I think if you can just get to those people and tell them, hey man, it's not so bad and, and show them that life is good or it can be good. It's just about what you get out of it. You know, that's another issue that people brought up that I think is a very important issue is the mental health issue. I think mental health is a huge, huge factor in this issue. And where do you go there? Like that's the, that's a medical thing. That's the medical industry. That's a whole area of science that you would probably have to dive into. Is it that just people don't give a fuck? Have we reached that point? Have we reached the point where people don't care? And so they just push the issues under the rugs or they, they, they allow there to be this public debate and dissonance between people and this combative nature between people on topics so they can just go about making their money since it's a business and get the and hey you're stupid to think that the united states doesn't emulate its place in the in the in the world because it actually absolutely does um the united states the biggest baddest country on the planet with the most weapons right well 
no shit because our country's founded off being the biggest and baddest person with the most weapons like of course that's what you're gonna get you're gonna produce what you are like it's like being a bad parent and influencing your kid you know you're gonna influence your kid to either be a good person or a bad person well america's values and cultures right now are that we're the biggest baddest dude and we've got the most weapons and fuck you and it's just okay all right i guess i guess that's the way we're gonna do it i fucking guess i don't know i don't have a say i can't change it if i could probably wouldn't be that way probably be a little bit nicer probably be more involved probably be trying to protect the fucking planet probably be trying to solve some issues here uh but you know hey that those are other issues so again this 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 gun thing man it's deep it's a deep discussion and people are 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 invested in it now finally finally people are are invested in this in this and to the point to where i i hope if we don't see some sort of change out of this if we don't see some sort of change or some sort of result based off this last shooting and the outcry of people that are are trying to get change to take place and change to happen if we don't see some change that's gonna be crazy it's gonna be real crazy real crazy and i'm not talking drastic change too I, I, then again I, I okay here's another perspective my buddy brandon the labor camp guy everybody knows brandon and his fucking thoughts on suicide and shit very outspoken he thinks him and andrew both believe that we need to have like that tough lesson that purge that 24 hours of hey darwinism and only the strong survive you know that's that's their answer they think that we do need that they think that we need we need that harsh reality check which could be a, a possibility that could be a very real possibility you know you, uh individually or on a large scale you know you personally as a person could be put in a situation where you're forced to f- defend yourself and maybe you're anti-gun but you're in a situation where you're like man if i had a gun things would have been different could you know you never know people that's on a that on a small scale changes people people's minds i think when you're put in a situation where you have to fight or flight or you have to defend yourself or you're you're put in that situation where it's either go or or not you know that changes people your real character shines through on that can you do that with the whole does that work on a large scale with the whole country no i don't think so i don't think so but that's the idea people have people think that hey maybe we do need that one drastic event that's gonna that's gonna influence everybody just at once to change their minds which i mean it would take a fucking like a 9-11 like you know everybody was on the same team after 9-11 for years Uh, it's (laughs) that was in the past you know that's not happening now so what's it going to take for everybody to get on the same team with the gun control issue or the gun issue i don't think you're going to have everybody on the same team but there can definitely be compromise definitely be compromise um but if we don't come to some sort of compromise i mean it may come down to being teams you know and what if you're not going to get rid of guns i don't want the gun nuts to think that i'm advocating stopping people from owning guns because i'm not but to let the i i do think that there needs to be a stronger regulation and there does need to be uh i mean if you're a law-abiding citizen and this was a a a point that my friend katie brought up shout out to katie lance uh her and tyler love you guys um she brought up the fact that your law-abiding citizens shouldn't be restricted from buying guns you know and they they should they do what's expected and they're good citizens so they should be able to have a gun well yes absolutely absolutely you should as a law-abiding citizen applying trying to get a gun you're gonna get the gun 
I mean, if you have to wait an extra week, I think that's a compromise that gun owners and people that want to own guns should be willing to make. You should be willing to go through a little bit of an extensive background check and a little bit of a longer process um, in order to get your gun. Because if you're a law-abiding citizen, you're still going to get your gun. Okay, So I think that's a move that could be made. Uh, you're definitely not going to get rid of all guns. You're not going to ban all guns, and you're definitely not going to uh, eliminate all guns because they're already out there. So just get over that. The guns are out there. People are going to get them regardless. You, 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 Knowing that your approach could be changing the culture and the mentality around guns or around behavior, you know, if what are you going to do if the bad guys already have the guns type of thing? You know, which is very possible. There are bad people out there right now that currently have guns. What are we going to go do? We're going to go try to take them and they're going to use them. So maybe the culture around guns or the culture around, uh, you know, that mental health comes into play there. Uh, how we treat people comes into play. And again, mental health is a big aspect of this as well. Um, you know, there's def definitely a couple different avenues that. I think we can go down to start this change and to start this or this solution. Um, but, yeah, it's going to take everybody being on the same page and willing to compromise, and I don't know if that's where we're at. You know, I don't know if that's necessarily where the human race is headed. I don't know. I hope so. I really do because it's, it's a lot. It's a lot of different things, a lot of different issues that are going on. <clears throat> you know, the gun one just happens to be in our face right now because it's, it's so recent. Um, you know, but it's everything. It's, it's, it's the world. We're in a, we're in a rough spot right now. Um, and it sucks thinking about it sucks because there's, there's, I, I think about that and I say that we're in a tough spot and I immediately want to talk about four or five other things that are going on that, that, you know, they're rabbit holes and I only got, now I got 30 minutes left of even that, but it's, you know, we are in a tough spot, man. We're killing our planet. We're killing each other. We're, we're constantly giving in to some sort of business or some sort of structure that just wants money from people. So it's forcing people to work. And that's another thing that I was just listening to is like the amount of depression that is just, I mean, depression is a huge issue right now. Let's, can we talk about that? Can we talk about depression and the, the pharmaceutical industry and how in order to fix depression, the go-to is feeding somebody pills rather than trying to get somebody into a healthier lifestyle like diet and exercise and, and, you know, behaviors and habits. No, you automatically put them on a pill. Like that's a crazy industry. And you know what that is? That's, an, that's, I guess that's another issue is, is this, I don't want to say it's consumerism, but this need to just distract people with issues and with, I guess with things, I don't know. The reason I'm bringing up the, the, um, depression thing is I, I just listened to a podcast with uh joe rogan and yohani yohan mari yohani mari um who's a journalist and he focuses on depression and has done a bunch of studies and they were they were having a, a they had a podcast about the workforce and people being depressed and the statistics with depression and the people that suffer from it and the people that continue to suffer it from it after being on antidepressants and after being on these like cocktails of pills that they're forced to take for whatever their anxiety, their depression, their bipolar, their schizophrenia, whatever it is, like these cocktails that they're being put on are just they're making people zombies. They're they're you know 
there's just a bunch of shit that's wrong. There's so much that's wrong right now. And I didn't formulate enough thoughts, guys. I apologize. I came in with the gun topic and blew my load. Figured talking about that. There needs to be a, there needs to be a, a solution. And I hope there is one. Um, yeah, I hope there is. And I, I, I feel that there is. But if there's not, we're going to have an issue. Yeah, we're going to have a hard time. going to have a real difficult time. I'm going to drink my beer right now. And it sucks, man, because, um, you know, it's, I always wanted this to be like the average guy's perspective on things, <clears throat> you know, cause I'm not, I feel like when there's podcasts out that, that have a lot of popularity and a lot of clout behind them, it's because it, people know the person, you know, and a podcast is just a way to hear that person more like, oh, I'm already interested in you. I already buy into your movies or your music or whatever it is, or your, you know, rest. Everybody's got a podcast. I already buy into you. Uh, so what am I going to buy into now? Oh, you're going to talk to me for an hour? Cool. Yeah, I'll buy into that. So you see a lot of successful podcasts being built off of people that already have names. And um, doing this, obviously, you got to look at it as like a business. And if I'm going to do a podcast, you know, what am I going to do a podcast on? What's going to sell? What's going to be the hit? What are people going to, you know, jump into and immediately be about and support? And I don't know if I got anything like that to be completely honest, but I thought a good selling point or a good topic or a good starting point was just giving the average guy's perspective, trying to get things done, man. Uh, you know, that's something that I, I, I take a lot of pride in is I constantly try to just stay productive and stay busy and stay moving and, and putting work into things. And sometimes I feel like <clears throat> I put into work, I put work into things that start going anywhere. And that's something that um, I've definitely has definitely been in my life for like the last couple of weeks, I would say, just with a certain project. And, uh, you know, I, I, I try to take everything for what it is and and present it back to the audience or to whoever's listening and just give them my perspective. But right now is this one of these times where I don't feel opinionated. I don't feel like I have a perspective. I'm just lost, man. I'm lost. I just got out of this really intense business meeting, and it was beautiful. And I think all my energy went into that because I was taking notes. I was fucking asking questions. We were, it was like a four-hour meeting. Not even, no. It was, we got there at 12, and I didn't leave there until like 10 after 5. It was like a five-hour meeting. And with a lot of, not a lot, but a few inspirational people. There's only five of us. Um, and I just didn't. It sucks, man, because there's so much shit going on in the world, and I feel like everybody should be able to sit at their fucking table with their friends and discuss ideas, you know, and have the opportunity to make those ideas happen and make those ideas something attainable and real, and there's just so much bullshit going on that prevents people from doing that. And a lot of it is is self-inflicted wounds. I'll call them a self-inflicted wound because a lot of it's what you put yourself into. You know, if you're if you're trying to get something started, but you don't have the funds, or you don't you know you don't have the idea, or the you have to put in that work to get those results. Nobody's going to do that for you unless you go and you get a job. You know, but if you if you're really trying to create something, but you're by yourself, you know you're not going to get anywhere. So you need that community. You need that that ability to be able to reach out to people and and grow and learn and inspire and teach and have that dialogue with people and you have to do so you know with intent and you 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 want to be able to do that and i feel with 
the way things are going right now, just it, there's so much shit going on that stops people from doing that. And a lot of it is shit that's out of people's control. You know, again, the self-inflicted wounds, the not having the, the, the variables in your life that you can control, you should be able to control. But that, the outside variables that you can't control, those are big. Those are impactful. And there's a lot going on right now that I think cause people to just fall off course or get distracted. And you, it sucks, man. It sucks. Because I sit back as a, I mean, I hope I'm a creator to some extent. I really do. I hope that I, I hope that I am creating something that people enjoy to an extent. Um, but sitting back and, and trying to do that, attempting to do that, and then seeing people fail at that or struggle at that, and then seeing people be more successful at it than I am. That's an interesting perspective because I've, I've, I've got to do double duty, I guess. i got to put in the work that I see that is working, but then also prevent myself from doing the mistakes or making the mistakes that other people made, if that makes sense. Um, I don't know. Weird tangent time for Brian. Hmm. Maybe I'll pick up. Maybe I'll give this a second. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going, guys. I'm lost. My phone's vibrating a lot. I haven't eaten all day. I've had three coffees. It's 7 o'clock, almost. It's 6.52. I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> I'm sitting here with the microphone in front of me, being weird. You know something that I appreciate? I appreciate um, Tanner. Shout out to Tanner Walters, mastermind behind Explore You. Um, I appreciate him showing me his video that he made because he leaves his camera rolling and he makes a bunch of mistakes. And it's all on camera, and he shows that to me, and I'm like, fuck, I do that too. <laughs> like, I'll record something and then take, like, eight takes to it. Um, I may not leave any of this in. You guys may not even hear any of this because this is just, like, special, special time. This is one-on-one -on -one time with Brian. This is a solo podcast where I'm just not organized, not structured at all. And it's ironic because I literally have three pages of notes about this stupid topic. I literally came in and expected to spend the entire hour on gun control, which was completely unnecessary. I shouldn't have even talked about it. I feel like it's such a burnout topic. I got so excited because I posed that question last week and it blew up. We immediately blew up. I had over 100 comments in less than 24 hours. I was like, dope. And people kind of said their shit. I've like had so many discussions about it because people are reaching out to me. And I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I, I respond to my people and I try to be as engaging as possible on the social media, but I picked and, choose, picked and chose um, what I wanted to respond to with like intent and detail and then what I could pass off with just like, oh yeah, I know, right? And like just a casual, like I made sure to, to respond with <clears throat> substance to where I knew it would be effective and what, what, what I think I did is I, too many discussions, there's too many ideas, there's too many rabbit holes, there's too many possibilities that you can try to go down to fix this issue, and that's why I'm not in charge of fixing this issue, thank God. Um, but you got to hope that there are people that are of sound mind and body and uh, have, are, are proper representatives for you that are taking care of this issue, you know, when that's what we're founded on. And, Another weird rabbit hole this can go down is how our political parties work and how our, uh, basically what our, what our political structure is and this two-party system and people think that should go out the window and that'll solve a bunch of issues and, again, that's us changing our entire dynamic. Cool, we're going back to the 
beginning of the country and changing how we've been doing things for hundreds of years. That's a you you can't just go and change something like that. You know, it takes time and you you get met with this old stubbornness. No offense to fucking anybody over the age of 60, but if you're over the age of 60, fuck you unless you're bringing something to the table. Like I feel like anybody that's over the age of 60 is just like all right, well, ride's going to be over soon anyways, so whatever. I mean, that's how most politicians are. There's proof of that going on currently based off the discussion we had. Was it last week with Garrett? No. Who do we have this discussion with, with the old man that's trying to sabotage everything? There is an old man that is being sued by a ton of people. But he's like 84 and he owns this company and he's not going to, he's basically taking everybody down with him because he's 84. He's an old man. Doesn't have shit to do. Everybody's going down with him. It's the plan. It's what it's got to be. Has to be that way. Um, But he has no, no um, will or want to stop. So he's just going to make everybody else's lives miserable. I feel like that's everybody over the age of 60. So maybe we shouldn't have old people running our country. Maybe we should restructure that. Rabbit holes. Sorry, guys. I'm just talking. I'm rambling. And I'm not stoned. I promise. I promise. I don't know. Just at a loss. I don't know what to talk about. I've got four minutes, though. So I'm going to ride this out. Get my time that I paid for. This is weird for me, guys. <laughs> I think I am going to play this. I think I'm going to keep this up as an episode. Just have people... This is my mind. You're literally getting what I think about out loud. Like, cause I don't know what to do. I'm literally sitting here in a studio, have a bunch of notes. I feel like I've literally beaten this gun control thing to death. I don't even want to talk about it anymore. Shit just needs to happen. I don't know how it's going to make it. I don't know how to make it happen, but it's got to happen. Um, I think it starts with mindset. I'll say that much. It starts with people's approach to things and ideas and topics. Like definitely don't approach something with a closed mind or with your guard up because you're going to be combative through the, throughout the entire process and it's not going to get you anywhere. You got to go in with the ability to be wrong and go in or go in with the no go in with the knowledge that you may be wrong and that is okay. It is okay to be wrong. It is okay to be to take an L every now and then. It's okay. You know, and that goes for people on both sides. If you're a gun activist and a fucking gun nut and you love all 80 guns that you own, cool. But be open-minded when you have that discussion with the person that doesn't have any guns and lost their kid to a mass shooting. Have an open mind. Have an open mind to other people's opinions and ideas. Because if you have an open mind while listening to these opinions and these ideas you may be able to be a part of that solution when it comes time. You may, be able, you may be able to contribute because you'll be of value based on your opinion or your thought process, okay? That could be, you could have your mind changed and then once your mind gets changed, you, enact, you take an action or a habit or a behavior that causes change that's a potential of, of, of approaching these conversations with an open mind and even if you don't agree with the other person's opinions or even if you don't agree with what they have to say the fact that you gave them the respect to listen to listen to them and to hear them out they will give you that same respect so then when you give your position and your opinion they'll be less likely to be combative with you see how that works 
Find a compromise. Find a happy medium. Nobody's trying to attack you personally. Nobody's trying to attack you and your foundation and your beliefs. And nobody's going to come and take your guns. Nobody's taking anybody's guns. But we can definitely make it to where people that aren't supposed to have guns don't have guns. That can be a thing. And again, it's going to take a plethora of ideas and insight and knowledge that I don't have. But I do believe that it starts with communicating with people and compromising. Definitely compromising. Yeah. Anyways. It's 7 o'clock. I think I'm going to sign off, guys. This was fun. It was 48 minutes of rambling. This is honestly the first time that I've ever uh, <clears throat> come in without a guest and completely gone off script. So I apologize. If this is a rougher episode to listen to, it was only 48, 48 minutes, 50 minutes after I'm done with everything. Um, so it wasn't that rough. Get over it. Uh, but for those of you that followed along with me and... If you've ever hung out with me or talked with me and go, man, I wonder what goes on in Brian's head. This, this is it. This is it. I literally lost track of this conversation. I'm going back just to see because I marked it 14 minutes and 40 seconds in, I think. I don't know. Maybe not. But I lost this conversation a long time ago, and now I'm just rambling, and that's not good. So I'm going to take this L. And I'm going to sign off. And I'm going to let you guys give it to me hard. Let you guys tell me what you think about it. Let me get, let you guys tell me how much this show sucked after you were so hyped about the gun control topic. I'm sorry. But hey, such is life. You guys got to get over it and keep going. That's what I'm going to keep doing. Coming back next week with the... I don't know if I'm going to have a guest next week, but two weeks from today I will have a guest. That guest will be Knives Monroe. Knives Monroe is a filmmaker out here in Austin, Texas. Um, he is currently working with Dakota Meyer, who is the youngest recipient of the, I believe, the Congressional Medal of Honor, if I'm not mistaken. I don't have that written down. Um, but he is the co-host of his podcast and uh, his basically his personal uh, like videographer. He follows him around and just captures uh, Dakota's life on, on camera, which is really cool. Dakota gets to meet a lot of cool people. Uh, just sat down with Jocko. He's obviously sat down with like Aubrey Marcus, many other influential figures in the, in the industry. Um, and Knives is a very interesting guy, very deep in the movie industry as far as his knowledge and his uh, ethic goes, his work ethic. He's put in a lot of work. Um, he's very passionate about it. And I was able to sit down with him and Trent and Tanner and Chris today. And we had a we had a big meeting just based around our ideas and this next event that we have coming up. This event's big. Uh, I'm going to uh, obviously Common Chaos will have a part in it, but I'm not going to announce anything yet. But Austin Live and Local is going to be the official announcement for it. But it's, it's this really cool event we're trying to do out here in Austin and, and get that kick started. Um, and that officially went underway today. So that started today. Uh, we should be having the event here in a couple of months. We'll obviously release the date here, but that's really exciting. Uh, Knives Monroe is going to be a big portion of that. He's actually going to document the event. He's going to be my guest, not next week, but the following week. Before we go to California, baby, and then I'll be in California March 16th, 17th, and 18th for the SoCal Psych Out. The SoCal Psych Out is a psychedelic music festival being held in Pioneertown, California on those three dates, March 16th, 17th, and 18th. You can get your tickets now at eventbrite.com. That is the SoCal Psych Out. SoCal is S-O-C-A-L. Psych Out is spelled P-S-Y-C-H-E-O-U-T, the SoCal Psych Out. They're going to have about 40 bands Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. They're going to have interactive vendors. 
artists, entertainers there. Uh, the Common Chaos Podcast is one of the main sponsors. We will be there live in full effect, interviewing bands, interviewing attendees. We're going to have a special podcast with Shaman Rock while we're down there. We're probably going to have a special podcast with my boy Brent Nixon while we're down there. I believe I'm going to be the guest on the first ever uh, JJ Custer or Josh Custer podcast, whatever that is. He's actually, uh, my buddy JJ was on the Essence of Partying episodes. He's got a little project he's working on out there, so I may I may take part in that. And yeah, I don't know. A lot of cool stuff coming up, guys. I appreciate you listening, tuning in, following along. Again, thank you guys for handling yourselves the way you did during that discussion. Um, it was important. It was important to have. And I, I hope you guys all, uh, everybody that engaged and interacted with that discussion and that took part in it, I hope you guys got something from it. I hope you guys learned. I hope you guys uh, saw a perspective that maybe you didn't agree with or you didn't uh, necessarily understand. And it, it, you were able to leave with something. You were able to leave better understanding that perspective or, or you were able to leave with maybe your, your mind changed or an opinion that you had changed. Um, yeah, and I appreciate everybody out there being smart and being uh, uh, just being articulate with it. You guys all explained yourself very, very well. I'm going to tag everybody in this episode when I put this one up uh, just so you guys all know that I acknowledge your comments and what you guys said, and I appreciate it. And, yeah, I'm very, very confident very confident and i believe that we are going to find a, an answer to this this problem again we is in the human race and the problem being the the gun issue we should probably start taking some notes from other countries because it's definitely not a problem in other countries that's for sure see possibilities are endless guys so just got to think it's got to use your head it's got to make sure that we're being nice to each other and uh yeah things will happen i don't know weird message today message today was be nice I guess. I don't know. Or maybe you don't suck at your job. Who knows? This is the Common Chaos Podcast. I am your host, Brian Kern. CommonChaos.net for all your needs and wants. As far as Common Chaos goes, we got all the episodes up there. We have merch. Uh, new stickers and new shirts should be up next week. Uh, yeah, going to have a lot of designs. Obviously going to be in California repping that out. SoCal Psych Out. I'm super excited. March 16th, 17th, 18th. Get your tickets. Eventbrite.com. And that's it. Yeah. Austin Live and Local will be back next week, next Thursday. So if you are an Austin Live and Local fan and you like and you enjoy me, you enjoy seeing me on that and hearing me talk about things and do all those things, uh, do all those stuff and things because I can't talk. Uh, we will be back next week with Chris Bowie, one of the gentlemen, one of the gentlemen we met with today. Fuck me, man. Worst podcast of all time right here, guys. Save this one going down on the record books. Uh, we're going to sit down with Chris Bowie next week on Austin Live and Local's Live from the ATX. Uh, and then we're going to sit down with Knives and Monroe the week after. So, yeah, it's going to be some good stuff. Hope you guys enjoy it. We will be in touch with all of you lovely motherfuckers here, here coming up soon. And, yeah, common chaos on that for all your stuff. Love you guys. Bye.